whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi Next Class. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 6, Hashtag To My Future Self. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Netflix episode summary? Sure. Shay is given the opportunity of a lifetime, but must apologize for the protest and compromise her values in order to get it. When Grace begins spending more time with Zig, Maya decides to pursue a friendship with Peter. Zoe's rivalry with Esme comes into play while working on a school project with Winston. Um, I mean, are we going to call it a rivalry? I mean, I don't know. I I feel like Zoe is just making it a rivalry because she's an angry person when it was really Esme calls out her racism. (laughs) Yes. But otherwise accurate sure the episode is called hashtag to my future self which is confusing to me (laughs) um me too i guess shay is thinking about her future at the olympics and she has to write a letter to get into a summer camp but like that's maybe the and like maya is trying to like be friends with Peter at a job. I like I don't know. I don't there's not a lot connecting to this hashtag <laughs> to be honest. I think I just I think this is when the hashtag is falling apart. Yep. Yep. Um but I guess we can just dive right in. It starts off with a volleyball training montage with Shay and I'm like, "Oh my god, an actual adult is here." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, who ends up being like a recruiter, I think, I guess. And I think at one point he's like, or somebody, I think Lola says like, holy Shay, you can fly because she does like a vertical she does. jump thing. And apparently she's top five for her age group. And she's like being like picked to go to this elite summer camp, sports camp thing. But her peaceful protest goes against their code of et- or code of conduct, and she needs to write a letter apologizing for it to like smooth things over so she can get in, which is stupid. It's very stupid. Also, they the like recruiter guy shows her like the um uh, like newspaper article online thing right. that just says high school riot. <laughs> I'm like, it wasn't a riot. Oh my god. <laughs> It's not even remotely a riot, but, you know, the media. Fucking news media. Um, But then we see the morning announcements announce or invite people to, like, join this committee about reassessing zero tolerance as we lead into a scene where Maya and Grace are drawing each other. I guess they're in art class together. This is, I think, the first time we've seen art class in this season. Slash in this grade, I don't know. It's like a digital art class. There's many like fancy ass digital That's things true. happening. Like those like those screens like for the morning announcements are so like 
the future yeah. to me. Like the, it looked, and they're like drawing on computers, and I'm like, this feels like just like Google headquarters. Yeah, like, like this, this is, is not a high school. This is not my high school experience. <laughs> I just I don't know that it's any. I don't know if that's even generational. Like our high schools actually like this now. I feel like this is like the richest high school ever. Yeah, I think it depends on like how much money your high school gets funded. Um maybe some high schools are like this i guess degrassi has always kind of been like on the cutting edge like they've had like the media immersion class this whole time starting in 2001 like i feel like they've always kind of had this maybe it's different in canada different priorities but i also think it's probably just like a very well-funded high school and like I went to a yeah. pretty well funded high school and the fanciest that we got is like we had those like those digital whiteboards start to get integrated like toward like the middle of my high school experience. Like instead of like a projector. Um like some teachers were I got to like test out those like fancy digital whiteboards, but that's about it. That's all I can really think of, like, where money went, besides, like, football. <laughs> yeah. We had laptops. Oh, we that was not. a thing. I don't think we did. No. I was in a computer science class my senior year. We just worked in the computer lab. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, yeah, they're drawing each other. And Jonah has bailed on their gig mm-hmm. because of Frankie, apparently. And Maya is pissed about it, which is fair. It's a dumb reason to bail. Yeah, that's reasonable. Grace promised to eat lunch with Zig. And now she's like caught in the middle of Zig and Maya. And Maya's not pleased. Which she should have anticipated, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. This episode. She knew it was eventually going to happen. This episode weirdly has me on Maya's side in this fight. I mean, we'll get to it later. I'm like, it's like a shitty situation no matter what, especially as someone who's like, I've been that person in the middle of like a couple that's broken up, but I was friends with both of them. But I feel like Maya is being asked to do a lot and to forgive a lot when it's like not necessarily deserved. So I understand her frustrations in this episode. Um. totally agree and she's being asked to forgive really quickly exactly it's like get over it like it'll make everything easier (laughs) it's like "Mm, let's take a step back it's not really how that works grace yeah um but then we are in history class and zoe has to be partners with winston because tristan isn't gonna ditch miles and zoe's like uh oh well whatever it's gonna be weird to be partners with him i don't know And then Tristan's like weird, like claustrophobic. Closet can get pretty tight. And Zoe's like, hey, sexuality can be fluid. Like Miles, he like he dated girls and now he's dating you. And then we get a little biphobic moment from Tristan when he's like, well, Miles is firmly on boys now. And I was like, Tristan, being bisexual is valid. Like, stop. Why does this keep happening? it makes me so I, I really kind of thought that we were past it because it, it really it just was that one episode yeah and he apologized and he's like you're right I was wrong and then we moved on kind of and but like just we hadn't seen that behavior from him since so it, I didn't 
foresee it being like a pattern of his character. Yeah. So it's really disappointing. It's very disappointing. To see him just like go back into that and just be like, I don't believe in bisexuality is essentially like what his words yeah. mean. Being like, he's only into guys now. It's like, that's not really how any of this works. Not at all. It, yeah. I was like, ugh, are you kidding me? I was so disappointed when he said that. Me Especially because we've actually been talking about it recently. And then it was like, boom, here's another instance. And I was like, ah, <laughs> what the heck? Um, Ugh, it, it makes me mad. Yeah. I just, you know, especially like as a bi person who enjoys Tristan as a character. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, also, the other day was Bi Visibility Day. Right. Fucking respect that, Tristan. <laughs> come on. Um, In the future, respect it. Jesus. Um, I do have fashion if you want to do fashion, please. I don't think I have a lot, but I wrote down. I have something about Maya's kind of very printed tribally skirt. Oh, I actually have more than I thought. Yeah, I I, I wrote that as I wrote Maya's ugly skirt. Yes, <laughs> I hate it. It's really bad. It also like it's not. It just doesn't. It doesn't match the shirt at all. It's like what? It's like weird fitting, like where it goes over the shirt, but the shirt doesn't seem like it's meant to be tucked into. I don't know. I hate it. It's ugly. It looks like. It looks like just like the worst version of New Mexico. Yeah. Also, I wrote Maya's chainmail shirt that she's wearing at the show. She's got like a silvery, kind of like knitted ish shirt. It just it looked like chainmail to me. <laughs> um, in the scene where Tristan is being biphobic, he wears this like a shirt that I am on the fence about. Um, it's like <laughs> white button up with like long gray sleeves that seem to be of a different material. I don't remember it. Uh, I also liked Grace's plaid skirt she wore to the show. And then my last fashion note before I think I forgot about taking fashion notes was just about Zoe's extremely racially insensitive geisha situation. It's a bad look. Um, my only other fashion note is uh, I like VJ's tropical flower shirt. <laughs> also, anytime he's on screen, there's like a fun fashion moment happening, <laughs> and I enjoy it. We're getting a lot of like tropical floral shirts this season. I feel like we, like we mention one every episode. And I always like them. I like a good tropical floral yeah. situation. I feel you. But then we are with Shay, who is writing this letter, and Lola is angry that she's trying to apologize for the protest, but Shay doesn't want to be seen as, like, the angry black girl, and Tiny is on Shay's side because he's like, well, she has this opportunity, she shouldn't pass it up, like, who's gonna know, like, it'll be fine, but Lola doesn't want her to compromise her morals, um... But it's like, I understand both sides of this, but it's also just, a, it's hard to, like, tell somebody what to do, especially when it's, like, it's a kind of a gray area, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's really Lola's place to tell Shay, like, what to do in this instance, because it is no. a big opportunity, and Shay has, like, talked before about how she doesn't necessarily get all of the opportunities that, like, Frankie gets, you know? Um, right. So it's just, it just doesn't feel fair for Lola to, like, be, like, hounding her like this. But 
on the other hand, like, you do kind of need a friend to, like, kind of call you out when maybe you're doing something against your morals or you're doing something that could hurt you in the long run. So, I mean, I think that the entire issue with this is that Lola, bless her heart, lacks nuance and delicacy <laughs> in pretty much any situation. Yeah. Just just a sweet little dummy. Um, But, yeah, she just, like, needs, like, if she was kind of phrasing it in a different way and being like, you might feel bad about this later instead of, like, how dare you? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I do appreciate that Tiny seems to be, like, very understanding with Shay. Um, you know, yeah. and just being like, this is... Because it is. It's a big opportunity. And it's not... It's her dream. And her entire volleyball season got totally fucked because of her dumb racist friend. So, totally. <laughs> you know, it's hard. It's tricky. Because yeah. you don't want to, like, give up on your morals. And, you know, you want to stand up for what you believe in. But at the, on the other hand, she is 15 and wants to go to the Olympics. And her, like whole like chance that that kind of got taken from her because her volleyball season got taken away so i don't know it's complex exactly complex um but then we are with maya and grace and maya has decided that peter is going to fill in for jonah because peter is technically her co-worker and I'm like he is still your boss stop saying he's technically your co-worker I hate this already I know I hate it I she agree. thinks they're buds and Grace is rightfully skeptical about this friendship and thinks that Peter just wants to like phone her and that it's weird that a 23 year old is holding it is hanging out with a 16 year old and I fully co-sign that sentiment it is weird yeah no I mean as as someone who was 16 and did date people in their early 20s, it's a terrible choice. Those men are creeps. 24-year-olds <laughs> have Ugh. no business being friends with 16-year-olds. These are not your friends. No. Not at all. I mean, I wasn't expecting to give Peter any credit in this situation, but we do later learn that, like, that's not what he was about, but it's still weird that he's, like, hanging out with her outside of work. Like, that's weird no matter what. Don't do that. It's definitely weird, but also but... I think that, like, he's just, like, knowing Peter, I think he's just trying to be, like, a, like, mentor. I think Peter just, like, Peter's whole vibe forever is yeah. that he wants to be, like, adored, and I feel like this is, like, a pretty <laughs> good way to make that happen, to be, like, cool, like, older mentor guy. Like, I never once like when grace was saying it i was like i totally that would have been my response too is like why does this 24 year old want to hang out with a 16 year old but i like despite never having any high expectations for peter i think if the peter <laughs> thing went this that route i would have been very surprised um yeah i would have been surprised too but yeah i think peter just like wants everyone to love him that's been like peter's thing from day one is to be like have people idolize him so, you know, having this, like, wide-eyed, like, 16-year-old who's like, wants to get into music being like, oh, you're the coolest ever. You're the best guitarist I've ever seen. Like, I feel like that's just, like, all <laughs> Peter wants is just for people to tell him he's good. Yeah. That tracks. That, yeah, that's extremely accurate. <laughs> but if it was anyone else, I'd be like, that man is a creep. Exactly. 
it's still not great, Peter. But like Peter's no, not it's a bad look gauging anything. Mm-hmm. But then we're with Zoe and Winston who are trying to plan for their history project. And Zoe wants to go all out and create costumes and a musical number for a project that's only 5% of their grade. And Winston's like, yeah, sure, anything you want, as he, like, continues to scooch, like, into her. And Zoe mm-hmm. is, like, not about it. And there, she's also, like, dancing around the, like, I can't remember what he asks her, but he's like, what's wrong? Are you okay? Like, what's, what's going on? Like, and she's like... Like, we just need to focus on this project because Esme thinks we're not a good pair or, like, some... I can't remember what she says. And, like, we got to prove them wrong. Poor Winston. Like, Winston is doing the thing that, like, I feel like I do when something is wrong, which is, like, I know that something is wrong and I need you to tell me. And it's, like, (laughs) instead of just, like, being, like, like... And he's trying. He's trying to be... He's trying to do all the right things. Like, he's trying to outright ask... He's trying yeah. to, like, maybe not ask and just subtly be like, okay, we're just going to, like, be closer together then. Like, I just feel – I feel for him. I don't know. I just feel like I've, like – it also is yeah. giving me super, just, like, Marco and Ellie early days vibes. Kind of. But, like, Ellie was at least slightly in on the situation. <laughs> Where Marco, like, at least outright told her, like, I'm still figuring it out. And then updated her when he was done figuring it out. Whereas this is not that at all. Winston has no idea what's, like, going on in, like, the inner turmoil of Zoe. Who is... Well, early, early, Ellie. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I guess. That's like, true. Like first first but, couple of Ellie and Marco episodes when he was like, I also love Edward Gorey and we're like meant right. to be and like <laughs> but also I will I'll I'll put my hand in your lap in front of the guys, but like if we go upstairs I'm not gonna do anything. True. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's like a combination of like, he knows something wrong and he wants to like press her, but he also just likes her so much and doesn't want to scare her away. It's a hard spot to be in for Winston. Um, cause he likes her so much. He does. Oh, he really, Winston. I just like, I empathize and I'm like, I feel like I've just like been there before too. Not yeah. in, like, that specific, but just, like, that feeling of, like, <laughs> when you definitely like the other person more and you're, like, I know you're not into this or, like, something is happening. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, Winston. Ugh. Too pure. Poor Winston. But then we're at Maya's band's show and it's terrible music. The song they're singing is bad. There's a lot of, like, eh, 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 eh. It's so much auto tune. I hate it. So the much auto tune. Um, Everyone is super into it. Yeah, of course. Also, does she, is, she, after- is the lyric "You get me off"? Is that it? I don't even know. I couldn't understand anything she was saying. It was just so highly auto tuned and smushed together in my ears. I watch things with subtitles all the time. Oh, I did so it. <laughs> and I think the lyric is you get me off. And I was like, excuse me? Oh, I hate that. Um, I don't like but that. Peter, I don't I, like that at all. It's bad. But they're doing like the back to back dancing thing. It's a whole thing. <laughs> Ugh, oh, boy. 
Um, and then after they're done, Peter wants to like chill after the show. And Grace is like, this is a bad idea. And then Zig rolls up and is like, sorry, I missed things. And it looks like Grace invited him to the show. And Maya is pissed off, which I think is fair. Especially if Grace didn't even tell her about it. Like, that's her ex-boyfriend. And they broke up because he cheated on her. Like, let's, like, let's at least give her a warning. And then he, like, sees that Peter's there. And he's like, oh, so you're into this guy now, right? And Peter's like, I am removing myself from this. Which, good call, Peter. Also, like, oh, Grace. She's totally doing the thing where she is trying to just, like, make it go away faster. And I think also, and I don't know, I I think this is, uh, I think I'm very suspicious of all of Grace's motives with Zig, even though I know that there's, like, there's nothing outright. Like, I don't think she's doing any of this on purpose, but I think that there's, like, a lot of subconscious wheels turning about, like, how to make this work for her. And I feel like she's doing the thing where she's like, well, if you guys become friends and then you're just friends and then you're over it and then it can be my turn, you know? And, like, then you'll be fine with it because you guys are past it and you're just friends. It's different than if I go after him while you're still, like, in pain. So I think it's, like, it's one aspect of it is that she just wants them all to get along so they can all be friends and be normal again. And then I, mm-hmm. I'm i suspicious that there's, like, a little part of her that's, like, let's move this healing process along so I can kind of do what I want to do. I think that's definitely part of it. I don't even know if it's, like, just outright... I want to do what I want to do with Zig or I want to make a move. I think it's might just be like, she's definitely still has a crush on him deep in the back of her brain. So she's just going to be subconsciously like biased towards like his opinion and his side, even though she knows that it's wrong. So she's just like, she's being way too forgiving of him. And because he is trying to make things work and make things easier, she's going to, like take that and run with it because she's like that's what I want too look Zig's trying why can't you try Maya it would be easier if we all just try and I think maybe the making the moves part comes later (laughs) yeah but yeah so Zig shows up and Grace is like Maya like why are you being so like why don't you just chill out and then Maya says like one of like the best things which is why should I be the one to chill when he's the one who messed up? And I'm like, that is extremely fair. Like, you yeah. don't have to be chill about this. Like, he fucked up. You shouldn't have to hang out with your ex-boyfriend who cheated on you. Like, no. Come on. I think that's absolutely fair. I think that she should have the right to never speak to him again, let alone now. Exactly. So. Exactly. Um, but then we get into Zoe and Winston's project presentation about Imperial Japan. I also had to pull Allegra over to witness this nonsense because she has actually studied Japanese history. So she helped just get add even more context to how wrong everything was. So first of all, Zoe is dressed up like a geisha she has white paint on her face has the kimono has a really terrible 
like very racist like wig on and oh, it's a bad wig meanwhile winston is literally dressed like a world war ii era japanese soldier which is the equivalent to dressing up like a nazi and they have the mm-hmm. rising sun flag behind them which is equivalent to the nazi flag as well and they're just they're talking about it like imperial japan it started with like samurais and allegra's like literally the start of imperial japan was like getting rid of all the samurais so they're already getting their facts wrong they're not dressed in the same eras it's all bad it's terrible um and then Esme immediately calls them out and is like, isn't this like crazy racially insensitive? And I'm like, yes, it is. And so yes, he's like, is, no, we're just speaking facts. And oh <laughs> it's terrible. The teacher tells them to change. I don't know how this got, how this was able to be started in the first place. Teacher, as soon as Zoe just like, as soon as you saw Zoe, like this should have been done. It Absolutely. was a lie. Zoe a walks lot. in. The teacher should have said, "Excuse me, can I talk to you in the hallway?" And then explained that you're an idiot, yeah. and also you are very racially insensitive right now. Just who Zoe dressed as a geisha in a terrible wig <laughs> was not what I was expecting for way too long. It was not what I was expecting. We got two scenes of it. And that was two more yeah. scenes than I needed. Yeah. It, yeah it Why did they insist bad. on keeping her in the outfit? In that I second no scene. Idea. I don't know, like, realism to, like, she just got kicked out of class and now they're talking about it. But I'm like, she should have at least, like, taken... It- did she take the wig off even? I don't even remember. No, like, she, she was wearing least, the like, wig her face like and taken yeah. off the wig for the it's, next it's, scene it's weird <laughs> don't understand anyway then zig then we're with zig in the hallway who's like reading out old texts from maya to embarrass her slash get back at her for like not being chill the night before which i'm like can we not like i don't care for maya but this is also just like unnecessary completely unnecessary it's it's also a weird move to just like stand near her locker and loudly read out text messages yeah it's ridiculous and then grace like pulls her aside and still wants her to apologize and maya's like whatever you've chosen him i choose peter like we're not gonna be friends anymore because you're siding with zig on this and i'm like how is that the logical next step to side with peter like i don't get it okay whatever i don't know she's like it's it's just so it's so odd i don't love maya thinking that her and peter can be best friends but i guess i don't know i guess he like kind of facilitated that I feel like she has a tendency to just, like, totally, like, misunderstand boundaries. Totally. That's been her thing, like, forever. That is her thing. She misunderstands boundaries and, like, takes little breadcrumbs and runs with them. Um... 
but then we are then we're back with Zoe who's still wearing the garb and she's talking with Winston and she wants to retaliate against Esma she's so mad and then Winston has like a spray bottle and sprays her with it and is like snap out of it no I don't think it was personal I think this was actually like this our project was actually racially racially insensitive I just didn't tell you about it because I didn't want you to have a reason to dump me and I'm like that's a terrible reason Winston it's an app that's probably the worst reason but I also like Zoe is definitely a steamroller so like I get it but also bad excuse the I I enjoyed the water squirting and also he he like squirts her in the face with the water and then is like he's like I immediately regretted that I'm sorry that was an error (laughs) (laughs) Winston was good in this episode I enjoyed him a lot Um, he's great because then she's like he I think like he's trying to like comfort her and she's like no recoiling and he's like what is going on and she's like oh I'm I'm just really upset about Esme like we gotta get back at her she's just trying to make me the villain and he's like then don't do villain stuff and I'm like beautiful advice Winston and he's like telling her how he thinks she's really sweet or or how he's like I know you're better than this and she's like you think I'm sweet and he's like I think you can be (laughs) which is an important (laughs) distinction and you are capable of it Zoe (laughs) yes like he actually gets her I think I mean he doesn't like fully understand her like obviously because they're in this relationship but I think there's an omission of information yeah like he's friends with like he's best friends with Miles he can handle like a tumultuous personality (laughs) so he's like yeah on like and he dated Frankie like he he he's just like attracted to the drama I guess he's like let me be the stabilizing force in your life person I care about um but he's like, let's redo the project and we'll start it off with a real apology. And I'm like, let's destroy Esme with kindness. It's all like Winston is really firing on all cylinders this episode. And I appreciate it. He is great this whole time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. He does like he does seem to get her. And I wish that she was like into him at all. To make it, like, worth his effort and energy. I just feel so (laughs) sad for him. I'm like, this is going to end in you being so sad. Yeah. I mean, I don't want Zoe to be into... Well, she said she... If she is bisexual, then she is bisexual. But I I don't think that she's into Winston. Even that is something I think she needs to just accept about herself. She needs to figure that out on her own time. But I think even if she... If she is bisexual and not a lesbian, then I still don't think that Winston is the person she's interested in. I don't think so either. I Which think is a real bummer because the- he's a love. He's best. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that I feel like it's not going to end well, but I hope like at one point it eventually leads to them just being very good friends. Because he's, it seems like he does really get her and really likes her as a person, whether it's be like his like romantic feelings aside. And I think that like the longer that she's hanging out with him and is able to like 
kind of open up to him that they're at least at the very least they're becoming friends and they are forming some kind of a bond and a connection and I hope like it sucks that she's also still kind of taking advantage of his feelings for her but like I'm hoping like maybe someday in the future when this all inevitably blows up they will still be able to like come back together and be friends because it seems like it's like benefiting both of them so I don't know I want it to be like Marco and Ellie eventually but not the time that they slept together in college leave that out entirely I always block that I I always completely forget that that even (laughs) happened um but anyway Shay is bailing on the zero tolerance committee because of the sports camp and like Lola is putting up a fight and she's like and Shay's like I my dream is to play in the Olympics this is how I can do that and Lola's like no you can't everyone's been so inspired by like what you've been doing and Goldie and VJ like come over and back up that sentiment they're like when I saw you on the front lines it made me want to take action and do things and Lola's like, sometimes you have to make sacrifices to, like, fight for what's right. And Shay's like, well, why am I the one who always has to make the sacrifices? Like, why is it always me? It's not fair. Which was a sad moment. It was. This was when I wrote, doesn't feel like Lola should make that call for Shay. Yeah. Just more like, make the sacrifice. Seriously. She's like, make the sacrifice, obviously. It's like, dude, you can't say that. You don't have anything on the line. Exactly. You're not making the same sacrifices. I'm a little confused as to why Shay is like the, the, is it just because she was in that photo of like her and the cop having like the argument or whatever? Everyone's like, you inspire so. me, yeah, Shay. I'm like, like, Shay wasn't really orchestrating. She was just helping out. She was like, it was supporting like, yeah, because it was mostly involved. Lola. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I just want Shay to have both things. <laughs> I know. I know. That's the whole issue. <laughs> It's hard because it's like if Lola was in the same position, I don't know if she'd be like as affected by turning down this opportunity as Shay would be. It's really hard. Yeah, it's also, a really hard. Lola spot has for different her to be dreams. In. Like this is like Shay's dream is to go to the Olympics. Yeah, and I don't think Lola cares so much about that. Although I did like that Lola brought snacks from her restaurant. <laughs> oh yeah, she did. <laughs> Um, but then we're at Peter's 24th birthday party and Spinner and Sav are here. And Maya, that we are seeing this from Maya's perspective as she walks into the party. And <laughs> then she walks over to Spinner and Sav and says, so getting turnt tonight or what? And I'm like, Maya, please stop. Ugh. And Spinner. It was horrible. This Zav whole both like, thing is I don't so know what that terrible. Means. <laughs> It was really Which is how I feel cringy. all the time. I still don't know what eat and means, and I don't want anyone to tell me. You don't know what what means? Yeet? Y-E-E-T? I can't even, like, yeah, I, I don't want to know. No one tell me. But I'm never going to know. <laughs> Doesn't it mean to, like, 
to like yeet yourself like to like ch- like it's like a motion like I'm get, like I'm, yeet yeet away from this or I'm gonna uh, yeet myself off this cliff I don't know sorry I, I, I explained know. it and you told me not to I don't even That's know if okay. I explained it correctly though I don't know so I won't knows. retain it so it's fine I yeah no I have no idea um, also, I would like to say <laughs> that I think because I don't have the context of Emma, Spinner got an exclamation point this time. I was like, oh, it's Sam and Spinner. <laughs> yeah. I also, I think it also was just like, I was definitely not expecting to see them again this soon or at all. Yeah. I was excited. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Maya embarrasses herself immediately and they're like, we don't do that we're old now and spinner's like i'm definitely not doing that i have to be up early tomorrow because i'm in a bidding war because my wife and i are trying to buy a house and i'm like gross and then sav is like you know you should actually just buy like a clunker and like renovate it and do all the work yourself and spinner's like i don't want to do that they're just like talking about buying homes and home renovation which is like a conversation that I am actually interested in, which I think shows me that I'm definitely old, but it feels too old for them. Yeah. Like they're like, they're, they're 24. 24, like 24 and 20. Well, I mean, I guess and Sav, I think is younger than how old is Sav? What grade is Sav in, in relation to Spinner I and think, Peter? I think Same Spinner grade? is a Spinner is a year older, a year older than Peter, than Peter and Sav. Or is Sav younger than Peter? I think I can't. Hmm. I think Sav is Sav is younger than Sav is younger than Peter by a year because he was in Holly J's grade, and Peter is in Emma's grade. Um, and then Spinner is Spinner a year is older old. than Peter. Okay, so they're twenty five, twenty four, and twenty three. That that yeah, yeah, I feel like. But, like, Emma and Spinner are 24 and 25 and buying a house. But I guess they're also married. And I guess that's also something you do when you marry young. I don't know. Like Spinner's no the only one that makes sense. But to be like, um, excuse I guess me, we're mature, advice. <laughs> we're mature adult 23-year-olds. We don't party. I'm like, that is just wildly <laughs> inaccurate. blatantly false. <laughs> like... That has, I don't think that is the case for many people. But anyway. Also, he's talking about how, like, all of the house ranges are, like, 50 to 100 above asking. Oh and right. Maya's like, I have cab money if you want it. Like, my mom lent me some cab money. And he's like, thousand, dude. <laughs> but also, how it's much cab joke. money? Yeah, honestly. Also, why is your mom allowing you to come to this? Right? Maybe she told her it was a work event. Maybe. I mean, we did also hear earlier that, like, Maya's mom lets her go to these shows by herself now. Because I forgot that, like, she used to go with her after she, like, broke her trust for something that I don't remember. I think it was going to the show on her own or something. Right. Because she was performing at, like, clubs where they served alcohol, which I still am confused about how she's even allowed to do that. As a 16-year-old. It's weird. It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) It does not. I'm like, your music is not good enough to warrant bending the rules, you know? I don't know. And then then we're with Shay, 
who's talking to her mom about like her struggle and her conflict about like whether she should do th- write this letter or not and whether the camp is worth like compromising her beliefs and then her mom just sits her down and is like I will be proud of you no matter what you do you just need to be proud of yourself which I think is Aww. good advice that I is like the type that. of advice that Lola should be giving to Shay yeah. like I'm not gonna make this decision for you you just have to do what you think is right. I'm not going to try to push my opinion onto you. But, I mean, the difference between a mother and, like, a 16-year-old friend. So, I get it. Totally. Yeah. No, I thought it was – I thought that was really great advice. She's a good mom. Um, yeah. And then uh, the guy comes and Shay asks to read the letter first. And then we get to hear the letter for the first time. And up until this point, I was like – Team Shay, like, I get it. Don't compromise your morals. But also, like, this is a great opportunity. And if she's comfortable just sucking it up so that she can get this great opportunity that she just may never happen otherwise, she should just do it, whatever, like, as long as she's cool with it. But then hearing that letter, I was like, this is too sad. She she can't sign this stupid letter. This letter is, like, way too, like, ugh. No, it really bummed me out. Just going against everything. Yeah, it was like, like, I'm sorry for, like, my participation. I will never do this again. I don't want my actions to reflect. It was just like, it was all just like, oh, no, I don't want you to say that. I don't want you to sign that letter, Shay. (laughs) It was like, it was a momentary lapse in judgment, and I regret it so much, and it was childish, and I'm like, girl, no. That makes me sad. Yeah. Yeah. But then we're back with Maya, who's at this party. Also, is this party happening during the daytime? Because I feel like not a lot of time has passed, but I don't know. And and it seems like it's daytime at Shay's house. But Maya's still, she's at this party, and she's obviously like, feeling very out of her element she's like looking at photos of her own friends and she's like why am I here she's like in the sound at a sound booth oh yeah because his party is at the offices and then she like hears Peter come in with I'm assuming his ex-girlfriend and then she hides like underneath like the soundboard and he's eavesdropping on their fight it seems like they like shared a dog at one point and she's like you're not even visiting like the dog I can't remember it had a weird dumb name and she's like, and you have that, like, intern here. Are you trying to make me jealous? What's going on? And, pe- like, you want to sleep with her, don't you? And he's like, um, I didn't even invite her. I think it's really weird that she's here, actually. I'm weirded out by it. And then Zoe, like, drops something. And Maya. they Maya, sorry. See? I, <laughs> I mess up names. Just everyone is blurring. I, I do it constantly. Also, the dog is a Maltipoo, <laughs> I also think which so- I feel like just merits a merits a note because I I like yeah. a I like a weird hybrid dog. But yeah, then she yeets herself out of there. Is that used correctly? <laughs> Gen Z, let me know. And she's like, "Uh, sorry, bye." She like leaves the shoe behind, and she's like, "Whatever, keep it. I'm never coming back here again. Bye." It's amazing. Oh. She goes, "Keep it. Happy birthday." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awkward. I am also just like, why are you even hiding? Like, 
they would have walked in and then seen you and like I don't like why why hide I don't understand why you needed to hide to begin with in this situation but okay um but yeah that's that scene Peter thinks it's really weird she came we all think it's really weird that she went to the party so yeah glad she wasn't he's invited not actually trying to sleep with her <laughs> I didn't think he was but I'm like I'm glad we're just like making it very clear that even yes. Peter isn't gonna be that creepy yes but Peter then, seems past his creepiness stage. I hope that's true. For the most, he really part. hasn't He's been still creepy a in a while. Fucking goober, but oh yeah, one hundred percent. He's still Peter, but yeah, he's Peter. For, he, he'll hopefully always he's, he'll always be Peter. Hopefully, he's done distributing child pornography. You know, remember, remember those uh, days. <laughs> yeah, it happened multiple times. Yeah. Why was that his thing? I don't even understand how he became a semi-redeemable character after, like, all the nonsense that he did on the show. And planting drugs in Sean's locker. Yeah. Never forget. Literally ruining a man's life. Yeah. Also insane that like he planted weed in his locker like looking back now and I'm like and that like now it's like it's been recreationally legal in Canada for like <laughs> at least two years now <laughs> and it's like oh the how the times change <laughs> but not for high schoolers that's true but I feel like it wouldn't be like you're going to jail well no the Although, jail was because no, the, he went to jail. the car thing he went to jail because he hit a man yeah right Right, he went. Yeah. He went to jail because I, I think he killed a man. Did he die? I think he died. Did he? I can't remember now. I can't either. I'm sure we talked about it, and we were like, I didn't re- think that he died, or oh, I thought that he died. Like I think I remember having that conversation, but I don't remember which way it went. Yeah. Any way was. Did Sean was Sean the one who actually hit him, or was it Peter and then Sean covered for him? It was actually Sean, right? It was actually Sean, but Peter started it and fled the scene, so there was no right, right, right. I think Sean actually hit him. I can't remember. That was season six. Oh boy, that was literally ten seasons ago. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, simpler times. Truly. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I miss OG. Um, I know. Zoe and Winston are redoing their project and apologizing for their racial insensitivity. Good. Um. And then I think after the project, Tristan comes up to Zoe and is like, if Winston can make you nice, you must really like him. So I believe you now. And I'm like, I don't also... Like, I also don't like this, like, you must prove your sexuality to me narrative that is happening with yeah. Tristan here as well. It's just, there's, not like, not a lot of bad Tristan moments in this episode. I, ugh, it's a that real also made me bummer. feel icky. I didn't, I yeah. don't care for it at all. I'm, the biphobia is inexcusable. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Yeah. It's, a, it, it's, it's a no for me, dog. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then Esme is still, like, trying to push her buttons after the project. And then Winston, like, confronts her and is like, so why did you have a problem with Zoe dressing up like a geisha, but you didn't have a problem with me, a Korean person, dressing up like a Japanese imperial soldier? Like, stop target, just, like, stop targeting Zoe, like, and get off your high horse, essentially. And also, like, a little bit calls her out for, like, her own racism. Her own racism towards lumping all Asian people into one category. Yeah. And then she, like, scurries away. And Winston gives another little speech to Zoe and is like, Hey, obviously I like you, like, way more than you like me. And, like, if you want an out, this is me giving you an out. I understand. Like, I get it. And she, But she doesn't want to take the out. And she's like, we make a good team. I'm not going to do that. So, I don't know. I'm like, I'm, yeah. I feel like Zoe just needs to accept that she does like girls. And, like, once she admits that... Then she can, like, figure out, like, okay, am I bisexual? Am I a lesbian? Am I just fluid in general and I don't want to put a label on it? It's just, like, she's just clinging so... She's trying to push one part of her away so badly. And because she's like, oh, I like Winston as a person. I can make this work. It's just, like, so unfair and it's, like, not benefiting anybody. And yeah, I would like her to just, like, fully explore how she feels yeah but i think also winston is like a place of safety for her because one he's pretty non-threatening and she's had some trauma um and two yeah you know like he's repeatedly said and like she said anytime she's explained to tristan like why he like sees all the best parts of her and she kind of hates herself she has that whole yeah. thing going where, like, she acts like she's obsessed with herself, but also she, like, mostly hates herself. Yeah, totally. And, the like, he actually... Mask. Exactly. And he, like, actually likes her for who he is, her, for who she is, and he, like, yeah. brings out the best parts of her. I, I wish that she was into him, because I think that yeah. it would actually be great, but... I, you know, I don't know if it's, like, just that she's into girls or if it's just that she's not into him. But she's definitely not into him in that way. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, but There's then no spark. We're with, yeah, no spark. But then we're with Maya and Grace in this art class and they immediately, like, apologize to each other. And Grace is like, I shouldn't have tried forcing you into this, like... Like, that's my bad. I'm officially giving, like, doing joint custody. Like, Zig gets me, like, Tuesdays and Thursdays. You get me Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Saturday. She's like, oh, you're giving me more time? And she's like, yes, you deserve it. <laughs> He's the one who cheated. And, yeah. And uh, Maya's like, all right, can we, get, can we have a hug? Like, let's hug it out. Like, please hug it out. And I'll tell you the embarrassment that was, like, Peter's birthday party and they hug and it's very nice and I'm happy they're friends again me too but it's still going to be interesting to see how this plays out with the grace zig situation 
For sure. But then we're with Shay, who has stayed late after her volleyball practice. And she's training, and Tiny walks in looking for Lola. And he's like, oh, I thought practice was over. I'm looking for Lola. She's like, yeah, it is over, but I turned down the camp. I didn't sign the letter. So now I got to work even harder. Armstrong gave me an enhanced training schedule, and I'm going to work on it on my own and try to figure it out and get to the Olympics a different way. And then Tiny is like, I'm proud of you. Take my slushy. You earned it. And there's like a lot of like, there are definitely still feelings there. And it's getting a little dangerous. And then Lola sure. walks in and they sashay away. But it's like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Looks like Shay and Tiny things might start happening. Wonder what's going to happen. And then that's the end of the episode. Yeah, they do, like, a whole hand brush thing and, like, yeah. meaningful looking at each other. And he, <laughs> like, looks back at her as he walks away. And I'm like, man, nobody can stay. Like, oh, it's so high school. So high school. Mm-hmm. Just, like, can't stay with your person <laughs> that you're with. But also, she liked him first. And he yeah, liked exactly. her first. And, like, they didn't Her whole thing was just that she out because not like She couldn't date. Other. Yeah. Yeah. Tricky, tricky. Guess we'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm kind yeah. of excited about it. It'll Me be interesting. Too. I liked them together, but I also like him too. and Lola. But I feel like with Tiny and Shay, like they like they liked like science together and like I don't know, they had like a, a cute nerdy thing going. Science. Yeah. They used to like text each other animal facts. I'm like, that's fucking adorable. <laughs> yeah. Guess we'll see. Um, ship? Are we shipping Tiny and Shay? <laughs> I mean, I am a little bit. <laughs> I'm friend shipping Zoe and Winston. Yeah. Ugh, Winston. Oh, Winston. Oh, boy. His luck with women. Gosh. <laughs> Seriously. Um,. Spirit Squad captain, I guess Shay, for like making her own decisions and standing her ground. And Winston, too. I also want to give it to Winston. He was like a yeah. rock star in this episode. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Surprising. But Winston can come through in a crisis. He's a good friend. We've seen it with Miles. Now we're seeing it with Zoe. He has his bad moments but he has his good ones too um do we have any grapevine yeah uh we don't actually have any grapevine today um but if you'd like to be featured on a future grapevine segment you can tweet at us at degrassi pod or and you can email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com you can listen to us pretty much anywhere but if you are on Apple Podcasts. If you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool and helpful. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Holland Tacular. And I have Instagram handle change. You can still follow me on Twitter at Kelsucks with a Z at the end. Um, but now I am on Instagram at um, Kel or Highwater. Nice. Yep. Um, and what are you going to recommend today? 
Um, so I am going to recommend a. Did I? Oh no, you froze. Oh, Oh, you're you're back. back. (laughs) Okay. Um, I am going to recommend a show on Netflix, um, called Midnight Diner. It's really fun and very soothing. Um, it's all Japanese and it's like this diner that's open from midnight until 7 a.m. And like all these people come in and like have their own little stories and we kind of like go along with them throughout like their day and whatever their little storyline is. But it's, I don't know, I'm not selling it, but it's, it's nice. And you get to watch them make the food. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's like just very comforting. (laughs) And like, yeah, I, I like to watch a man like very slowly like make some sort of like egg dish situation. It's like just, <laughs> it's like very nice. quiet. I don't know. Um, have I talked about my new girl rewatch yet? You have not on the show. Um, I'm rewatching New Girl on Netflix, and it holds up, and I love it. <laughs> it's really good. I it's actually, so good. I. I watched it originally, but I think I fell off like around season four. So it's been like a rewatch slash I'm finally finishing it. I've officially moved past where I stopped and I'm still thoroughly enjoying it. I got to the Megan Fox parts. So yeah, new girl. It's on Netflix. I love it. It's great. Um, but uh, that's all that we have for you guys today. Thank you, as always, to Jay for our wonderful theme song. And thank you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.